God, imagine a gang just coming at you like that. Imagine if Crips and Bloods came up to you like that. That'd be kind of terrifying. Yes. They still dress the same way, but they just do like, just... And then they stab you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. When you're a crip, you're a crip. (laughs) 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 Michael just lost Michael. Chris getting jumped, and he's like, Bloods! <laughs> Bloods! <laughs> What's funny about this whole thing is just it's all happening in his own head. I know. And somehow we think he thinks that we know what, we're ta- what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, f- Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, go in 10. 5, 4, 3, 2, What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and with me, of course, is my co-host, Adrian. And, of course, sitting in control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Took a while to get things started. Got Mike over there, busting him, making himself laugh over there, busting himself up. Losing my shit. (laughs) Or stupid stuff. Stupid joke that only you get. I'm just saying, like, imagine it. If Bloods and Crips, man, if they showed up to fights the same way Sharks and Jets did in West Side Story. I just don't get how it's that funny. I don't know, yeah, same thing. I don't know. Imagine they're just there he goes. They're just dressed the same. Not as like West Side Story, but dressed really old it in. But just keep the the parallel of how Bloods and Crips dress. But they just do twirls and jumps and then they get close enough and they stab you. <laughs> no, but what's funny is that it's like we can't see what you're imagining. That's the thing. We can't see the imagination imagine, that's spilling out in your imagine head. Imagine the opening scene of West Side Story where the fight breaks out. No, 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 we get like it. No, no, I, I get no, no, it. No, we get it now. During the time you're trying to explain it. And I'm just you're laughing. crying. You're busting up laughing. We're just sitting there just like this dude's just dying over here. We say, just, man. Just imagine it. When you're a crip, you're a crip all the way. <laughs> See, there it goes again. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, so now going into tonight's film news, of course. Well, the first thing we have to announce, of course, is an actor death. Unfortunate. Mike, do you want to say this? This hits close to you, Mike. This, one's, uh, this one hits close just because of... The magical years he provided with us. Second Dumbledore, Sir Michael Gabin, has passed away at 82 years old. Mm-hmm. He stayed true to his character and died with him. He's Dumbledore. <laughs> what? Why do I do that, man? Why? Why? Why do Dumb- I do this? Dumbledore. Like- <laughs> we want to air this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you know that's censored. Those, those, those were the only two. Those are the only two. I'm sorry. All right. But yes, it's, it is very sad that he passed away 82 of pneumonia, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Dumbledore 
will surely be missed. Yeah, of course. Actually missed, Mike. Actually missed. Winner of multiple BAFTA awards. Got to start on at theater. Uh, Great actor. Fantastic actor. All right. All right. Now, moving over to our next topic we have. Christopher Nolan is rumored to be filming a potential James Bond film. This is exciting. Yes. So, this is something that... A lot of people have been asking for a very long time. For Christopher Nolan to make one? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Remember, he is still a British filmmaker. Mm. Does that really matter, though? A British filmmaker mm. on his caliber level producing a James Bond film. And remember, he's he's already messed with, dabbled with espionage and those type of films. Remember, Inception, Tenet. That's true. He has that feel for, like, really intricate plot lines. Does making a British director... Matter in the development of Absolutely. a James Bond movie. How are you going to get the culture? Yeah, he's right. Film everything like it's cloudy. <laughs> That's like asking Ron Howard to like film Hotel Rwanda. It's like he could probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> he could probably do it. One hundred percent. One thousand percent. That's Ron fucking Howard. <laughs> he can do it. <laughs> that man could do it all. Paul 13, Cinderella man, come on. See this man in Africa, this white ass ginger guy. Just imagine it, man. He could do it. Just give him a shot. You would. You absolutely would. He only got one shot. Do not miss a chance to blow, all right? The opportunity only comes once in a lifetime, so you might as well do it. Are you looking up the legs? No. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like you're just looking at the lyrics while rapping. Why do you have to do that, man? Why do you have It's because I was looking up the fucking music for like, can you, because I mean, he's going to use the music he used there. Like, it, they use him with Pixar, Thomas Newman. Imagine Hotel Rwanda with Thomas Newman's soundtrack. You know, you've heard his style. It's in Pixar. <laughs> To not finding Nemo, <laughs> Wally, <laughs> Cinderella man. Saying, as we're saying, just, just saying, give this man a shot. <laughs> you see, what we're saying though what people yes. expect. You know, British filmmaker make a British film. But know? yes, I, yeah, I can yeah. definitely see um, Christopher Nolan. Weirdly enough, like um, whoever's been directing, I haven't really kept up with the directors of the recent Daniel Craig. 007 movies. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're different ones. No, here it's and there. the same one. The same one. Yeah, for all. I think all of them. I think the same thing. Oh, did that's all cool. Of them. Because he, that guy kept a pretty grounded feature mm-hmm. for 007. Yeah. Except kind of towards the end of the last one, they kind of went a little bit more above into that more. And we got to finish off with something grand. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. okay to play with realism on that last one when you're trying to build something to a. Fin- you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I definitely feel with uh, Christopher Nolan's caliber. Uh, placing 007 in his hands along with the practical effects mm-hmm. and grounded realism that he loves to play in. And it's also rumored that it potentially would, you know, take place in the 1950s. Oh, God, that sounds so cool. <laughs> that sounds so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, when yeah. was the last time you saw a 007, like, in the 50s? It's been a while, man. Like, like pre-Cold War. Or is it, like... Yeah, that's you know what I mean? It's yeah, been a no, while. No, it's been a while, yeah. 
It's I've, been a hot minute since... Um, if they do, what's it called? The old advanced tech. What they, they thought would have been would be advanced tech. Like exploding pen and... Yeah. Ugh, I, don't, I don't know. No, no. If they were to do that, they actually have to get the actual equipment they used back then. Like an old advanced, like we got this portable tracking system. It was just a fucking laptop. <laughs> With like a 10 inch screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would want to see. I would probably think like the most other type of like espionage movie that I've seen within that level of super spy like kind of mm-hmm. level was uh, the Man from Uncle. Okay, yeah, kind of had like okay. that, that was same. fun. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. Yeah, but it'd be if uh, Christopher Nolan really brings in that type of bending the realism to. To kind of fit the James Bond persona, as it's kind of known for, like the car turning into like a submarine type of shit. I don't know how that would look. I, I, I'm not really a fan of that. I like to keep things a little more grounded. Yeah. But I'm excited, though. I, I am excited to see where it will go. Oh, yeah. Me too. All right. Moving over to our next topic. We have video game voice actors say the soul of the industry is on, to- on trial with unregulated AI. Now, AI has already started integrating into the voice actors' work in the video game industry. Now, Call of Duty has already started with that, uh, with the voice actor um, Eric Pasoji. He played a Belgium scientist in the game. They used AI to voice over that character again. Wow. That's weird. And that's something where, you know, the strikes have been talking about that. The actors, so SAG and Afra, they picked up on this. And this already now is being brought into their now discussions mm-hmm. for, hey, you know, we're really serious about this AI thing because, you know, it's already happening in the video game industry. Yeah. So what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, are we going to get what we need? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's huge. That is huge. You can play now any type of role. You sign a contract and they can just use your voice for anything else. Mm-hmm. They never need you again. Think of how terribly that'll affect voice acting industry. No, that'll be horrible. All throughout voice acting. No, no, not just the video games. No, anime, TV shows, everything. Yeah, because it just turns into a thing where the studios no longer need the actor or the voice actor itself uh, to come back. They don't mm-hmm. have to pay they don't have to pay the royalties. You know, the royalties or even the what's it called? Um uh the uh, I was I guess upcharge mm-hmm. on um or what's called the pay increase on, you know, going, let's say, for the sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they're brought back for the secondary game or, you know, for other games. Because they just already got samples of your voice to yeah. use. That's bullshit. So, I mean, all you have to do is pay the person, what, the minimum amount, mm-hmm. which is, you know, whatever it may be, you know, 1500 bucks you know, to do the game and that's it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're able to, you know, like they did with this guy, use his voice, you know, on the remakes, on the sequels, whatever they want to do with it. Yeah. And here's something else. So protections for game voice actors fall under a separate SAG Afro contract for interactive work, which the striking actors can still do voice work for games. But that contract negotiation um, ended in 2017 and it never included AI use. Hmm. So the those, so remember how eventually video game voice actors were brought into SAG-AFRA. Yeah. yeah. Those contracts never were brought in with AI 
So they, I'm, yeah, because I'm sure like we talked about that where they thought AI would take another, you know, what everyone thought was going to take like another like 20, 30, 40 years yes. to come about. It, was, it only took like six months. <laughs> it came so fast. Yeah. It develops so quick. Yeah. And like I said, now the AI, like even go on YouTube, you type in, you know, AI sings whatever song. Mm-hmm. Chances are they have Patrick or SpongeBob sing that song. And it sounds just like the characters. That's sounds true. So close, and it's not even just like with fake characters like that. It's not even with like celebrities now. Yeah, which they do. Like, um, there's a couple of ones that I follow. They do like deep fakes, mm-hmm. and they use deep fakes to uh, uh, the voice acting, the AI software, mm-hmm. to you know pretty much put any actor into a film. I mean, that happened already with uh, Tom Hanks. He had to come out and tell people, "Hey, there was this dentist commercial yeah. that used me." To sell their product, and I had nothing to do with that. It was him, That's Joe, right. uh, Joe Rogan, happened to him as well, yeah, and a couple of the celebrities. So the AI is really coming into the industry, especially with the entertainment industry and advertising marketing industries. It's coming yeah. with a fury, and no one's prepared for this. Like so far, everybody else, so far the writers have gotten their win from the recent win from the from mm. their strike. And they're protected from AI. They can't yeah. just um, and they and they have to um, they have to disclose that if they do bring out a script in that mm-hmm. was made by AI, mm-hmm. they have to disclose that this was made by those generated by AI. Mm-hmm. And um, not, I believe they actually have to put it in the credits. But it it's kind of what we talked about earlier. Whereas the writers can use AI when performing writing services, mm-hmm. but the studio cannot request them to use AI. Yeah. Got it. So Got they it. can use it as a tool in their utility belt of like, damn, in a roadblock, let's use some AI to kind of help yeah. get us along. But only be used as a tool. Yeah. Only be used as, as a tool. tool. But this, another hand, like using voice actors, like since they're not protected, I mean, that's at all. It's, it's I mean, kind no of else. scary. Actors aren't protected. No one's protected right now. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, as for like a major studio trying to use that, you know, I don't think it'll work because I think I'll kind of fall under the whole, what's it called? Uh, something Glover, what's his name? Uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, um, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it'll fall into that kind of, you know. That, that territory. That territory, but. Like they're going to use that as like an arguing point. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. As an arguing point for, for, I guess, for legal. Mm-hmm. But as for voice actors, oh, man, this sucks. It I gotta sucks. Say that. It, it sucks really right now. Suck, I don't know. But hopefully with this new, um, the SAG after their, their whole uh, negotiations. It'll lead into that. It'll lead into because well. they are also striking the video game industry. So yeah, that's true. We'll see what happens. All right. Moving over to our last film news before we hit our main topic. The Drew Barrymore show writers declined to return to work. This is what I'm not surprised about. I'm not surprised at all. It was, I, I, I've, I'm very in the middle on this because yeah. I understand from both sides. Yeah, you know, you, you cross the line. You cross the picket line. Mm-hmm. And... It showed your disregard for the writers and the entire industry as a total. Mm-hmm. At the same time, when you're a showrunner and you're a producer and you're running money and you also have to think about the lighting goods, the camera dudes, the PAs, everyone else, you see where you're teetering with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're saying, yes, okay, I agree with you writers, but fuck everyone else. That's what the message, no matter what, you're giving that message. Yeah. Now, if you go with everyone else, you're saying fuck the writers. You see where she's in? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, she's stuck between a rock and a hard place. There's no way out from that kind of situation. 
Yeah, I see where you're getting at. Mm-hmm. I see where you're getting on that one. At the same time, though, I feel like it's a chess move to where whatever happens, even if you do you do get your riders back or you don't get your riders back, yeah, it still says something to where it says like, oh hey, we're going to continue on, mm-hmm. and especially during a time when union unrest is at its highest yep. ever. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was a it was a poor decision, but probably made out of desperation, probably panicking, mm-hmm. and probably seeing all those funds dropping, yeah. probably worrying how am I going to pay people after me- this because yeah. we're not making money. Because mm-hmm. remember we talked about that. It's a different ga- ball game from it's, the late night and the- It's a whole different ball game. Yeah. They lost sponsors. How are you going to yeah. get sponsors back? How long is it going to take for sponsors to come back? Yeah. So I, but at the same time, I don't, this, I stand in the middle because though it sucks is that I'm pretty sure Drew Barrymore can get the full blame out of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that she it has was a whole room of people who yeah. came up with the decision. Like I said, yeah. and I'm sure it was like they, you know, it was the executives who followed suit behind you know, Bill Lamar and the rest of them. It's like, fuck it. We got to come back because if they're coming back, that means we get to come back. Because mm-hmm. Bill Maher even backtracked. Yeah. yeah. Everyone back. I'm pretty much- Everyone backtracked. Yeah, because everyone said, because like I said, Bill Omar, everyone said like, you know, we're going to stand for the rest of the crew mm-hmm. and realize that you're fucking over, you know, the, you know. But here's the thing, though. So now writers get what they're going to get paid. Actors are probably going to get what they're getting paid. What about everyone below the line? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to them now that we're at the, the funds are going to shift. It's not like they're just going to allocate more money to the people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, oh, now we're going to pay increase for these writers. Oh, this lighting guy who was making <clears throat> about 32 an hour. Well, sorry, now he has to make 26 an hour. You see that? You see the issue? Yeah. The balance that no one wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, as well, I mean, I, I'm. Well, we actually, now we got to worry about that. You got to worry about the ones that are not unioned. Yeah. That's the ones. Because um, the, so the lighting guys are union. There's some other union, but there are, there are groups of people inside there that are not union, mm-hmm. union at all. That's their just normal job. So what's going to happen to everyone else? Yeah. The security guards, the, you know, uh, the guy that paints the fucking walls for the, the sets, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about stuff like the, the those small, dudes. The, the small, the people that don't think that like the guy the who details. gets you your fucking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> the PA. Yeah. Yeah. But at the like, same time though, them writers, they're ne- the essential. They're I know essential. everyone, everyone is essential. Everyone is essential. It's essential. The thing that sucks is well, I mean, I have a simple. I mean, obviously, the the simple solution is maybe the CEOs could take you know a, a cut out of their pay. Oh yeah, absolutely. That would be a simple fix. Yeah, but that would mean that they wouldn't be able to afford that second house in Venice mm-hmm. on the water. Yeah, I can't sleep with that happening. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I turn at night thinking about them not having that. G seven. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up in cold sweats knowing that. Sometimes I could be flying in a G6 instead of a G7. It's terrifying. <laughs> Two less seats. <laughs> Sometimes I and just no sit, cup holsters. And I no sit there and ponder, holsters. like, just in tears, thinking that David Saslock, you know, he's not going to be able to, you know, go on that fourth vacation. I just <laughs> just imagine all that clean furniture that no one will ever get to sit on in that giant mansion that he will never be able to afford. Just imagine that dining room table with the most uncomfortable dining room chairs imaginable. 
that no one will sit in. I feel for him. It hurts, you know? It hurts. He can't get those 18-bedroom home. He has to settle for 15. <sighs> like a peasant. And he has to wipe his own ass instead of bidet. <laughs> like a peasant. <laughs> like, a, like a heathen. Like a heathen. He has to choose what hand to wipe his ass with. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> he has to have two shower heads instead of four. <laughs> All in one shower. Uh, yeah, but like I said, it, it, uh, like, it does it does suck when it's called a- It sucks. It sucks all around. It sucks all around because this is not a overall like, you know, universal like greats, you know, oh, one win means everyone wins. Like, no, that means someone- And everyone's win. kind of like being a little too optimistic. It's like, yeah, the negotiations pass. Everyone's going to go immediately back to work. Mm-hmm. Bar working condition is going to be better. Or is it just going to be better for writers and actors and only them? Well- yeah. You see- does the um, well? I mean, like you have, you have the crew who have their own unions, yeah, as well. So they so, start striking when well, Hollywood uh, <laughs> shuts down. Whenever you, you see, a, well, yes, I it's mean, whenever their yeah, contracts yeah. come up. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when their contracts up too. So we have to worry about that, and then especially you know, how many of them aren't union? Yeah, but how many? But, but what's it called? The what's that one that handles? It's a union that brings people into that union. Uh, the IATSE or whatever. P- yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's other comp- I mean, other groups are trying to get into that union. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, the video game industry was trying to, yeah. for the longest time, try to get into that union. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, unfortunately, we'll see what happens because is, it is a trickle-down effect. Mm-hmm. Because also there's rumors about uh, uh, streaming, certain streaming platforms going to raise their prices after SAG Netflix after, and stuff like that, yeah. After SAG after it makes their contracts, they st- might start raising price. Uh, prices yeah, Netflix again. was rumored to yeah. immediately raise and jack up prices to compensate. Because I will have my eighteen bedroom mansion. <laughs> I you mean, see, unfortunately, no, they they will make sure they will get it. Like I said, no, but one thing that will happen, I unfortunately I say guarantee might, might happen, is that we might not have those programs up there for a long time. It's like we're used to having them for a few years, you know. Uh, a certain movie to watch up there for a few years. Yeah, I think we might get like one, two years out of it, and that's it. Movies are gonna cycle through a lot faster. A lot faster. Yeah, that's probably true. They're probably gonna be what? really might, cycling through the libraries a lot. We more. might get less crappy movies. That's true. That is very instead true. of instead of pumping out like a like a movie factory of just like constant movies, no matter how shitty they are. Maybe we'll maybe. stop getting shark movies. <laughs> I mean, Zombie Shark was just. Fucking masterpiece. I mean, it was just beautiful. <laughs> just love it. <laughs> Sharknado with chainsaws. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsor. And when we get back, we're going to cover our main topic tonight, which is big, 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 huge, covering over the Taylor Swift concert film. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. And we are back, covering over our main topic tonight. AMC shares jump after Taylor Swift concert film grosses over a hundred million in advanced ticket sales. The movie isn't even out yet. Oh, and I was wrong. It's not even, it's in three days. October 13th, it comes out. Oh God. Three days. The movie hasn't even came out and it's already peaked over a hundred million. It really does come in threes. (laughs) I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty impressive. Only it didn't come into the death of another actor. It just... Came into the appearance of an event. And AMC's 
stocks surge 11.5% Friday afternoon. I should have held on. You should have held on, man. I should have held, held, held on. I would have been to the moon. Man, what a deal AMC struck with this. Oh, dude, it was something. I, dude, they've. I mean, her concert alone. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it changed the economy of every city it went into. Even so, the concert even broke first day advanced sales tickets on the first day. The minute they said, "Here's advanced tickets, you can start purchasing," twenty six million. God, damn, Jesus, that's broke records, dude. I mean, unfortunately, Avengers hasn't hit that. Dude, no movie has hit. That. No movie has ever hit that on this level. Pre-sale, my dude. That is impressive. That's very impressive. Dude, I'm really hoping... I mean, I'm pretty sure AMC opened up more theaters. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, more theater slots for this movie. Well, it's saying here um, they're going to be showing about 8,500 theaters across 100 countries. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I'm talking about the actual theater slots as for like... Uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, the, the actual like actual theaters? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably they're going to take up every IMAX theater. They're going to take up Screen X... You know they're going to do it for Screen X. How can 40? you do 40X? How do you Shit, do I'll go 40X? <laughs> I'll report from there. <laughs> Maybe we should all go to a, a different screen showing and come back for the next topic and actually talk about the show, the actual film. One of us could do Screen X and one of us could do 40X. The other one could do regular IMAX. You know, weirdly enough... <sighs> Do you want Screen X? If there was a random assailant that came into the theater. <laughs> don't say it, dude. Don't say it. Don't. No, but here's don't the thing. Here's don't the here's the thing. If an assailant came into the theater to threaten everyone, all the Swifties would kill that person. Yeah. And then go back to the concert. Yeah. No, no, that's yeah, yeah. Swifties are no, no. The body would stay in the aisle as Bre- a reminder. You'd be like, breaking news. Gunmen tried to enter a film theater. Got beat to death by over 400 yolk. Like, you know that scene in U571 where that one sailor is just being shot at by the German prisoner, but he still keeps running because he's got to stop him? Yeah. It's going to be like that, but just a room full of Swifties. Mm-hmm. It's just like a zombie apocalypse. Damn. That's wild. That is yeah. so wild. I guess my question is, like, what makes this tour so different like what what is it what blew up about this tour Yeah, what blew up about this tour is it the first that she's had in a long time like i'm probably already just gonna get a death threat just from that from no, just not knowing from not knowing i mean yeah, anthony what, mackie what? got called stupid by two fans who because he didn't know the name of tom holland's dog yeah <laughs> so yeah you're you're trying to say what's the big deal with taylor swift yes. that's what you're saying I mean, what's the big deal about this tour? I mean, I don't, I don't know. She's another artist that's out there. I mean, what I've known so far is she performed forty-four songs. That's about the only fact I know, actually. Just really catchy songs. Yeah, it's catchy. Oh, yeah. She's okay. popular, man. Yeah, that's that's the thing. She's she's what's it right now. Yeah, that's that's the thing. There's I mean, always it, an it celebrity. Yeah, there's, always celebrity. there's always an it singer. I don't get it. I mean, Where Justin Bieber was selling out Madison Square Garden and all that shit, like over like a whole week. You, you see what I'm saying? Like he was the it back then. There's always yeah. someone who's going to be an it. The Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. You see what yeah. I'm saying? There's always an it. Yeah, there's only it. I'm going to need you to not put Justin Bieber in the same league as the Backstreet Boys. He made more money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need you to keep some respect on the Backstreet Boys. However, NSYNC is bigger than them. So 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying that there's always, there's always there's always an it. There's always an it. And you know, she's gonna be big for a while, but then there's always gonna be someone else. And then and we're gonna be that, you know, sixty year old people that just don't understand it. True. I don't know. May I don't know what's as special about this particular tour though. Is this like the first tour she's ever done? I assume no, no. not. No, she she does it every every album she makes a tour. So Okay. But it, I'm not sure. Maybe because of Tokyo, I have no clue either. I mean, I like you're asking the wrong people about what's making her so big right yeah. now. Like, was the I last listen to some breakup, of her songs, but we don't listen to her music. You know that. Was the last breakup that bad? <laughs> Dude, I look at it. I've, or rather, there was no breakup because there was no relationship because the guy was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this movie is just, it's going to be the movie of the year. Mm-hmm. I win Oscars. I hate that saying. <laughs> who's the distributor for this one? Uh, who's gonna be? Who's the studio who's gonna be making the money off of this? I'll tell you the truth, I wouldn't be surprised if it's her. She has. Well, there has to be a distributor. She might own that distributor. I don't know, dude. Like I, I, say, I would not be surprised if, like, if we find out that she. Let's see. I will say I, I do respect the fact that she does pay for all of the. Uh... Yeah. That, God damn. I told you. Taylor Swift Productions. What did I say? God damn. Dude, I'm telling you. So all that money is going to be rolling back to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. When she paid what? She just made her own stock buyback. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. No, sorry, sorry. She's just a production company. So the distributor, AMC Theaters is the distributor themselves. So Cinemark. Wow. Okay, Cinemark. Woo, that's money rolling in for AMC. Do you think think this is the comeback from the graveyard for them? Probably. Yeah. Probably this is their second coming. <laughs> the second coming of AMC. The second coming, and it came in the form of Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, okay, just to give you, she's their Jesus. She's their Jesus, bro. Just to she's their out, savior. Like, like I say, I wouldn't be surprised if you know she's paying, like she's getting all the money mm-hmm. because when she's capable of paying her truckers, each of them, ten a hundred grand mm-hmm. a piece. That's true. I do respect the fact that she does pay her crew. But, and that she also takes care of like the expenses of like hotel rooms and things like that. So but yeah, but I'm talking about when they're capable of doing that. That's true. You yeah. know, she's bringing in some serious serious money in. Yeah. So I was not like I was not surprised that she's a production company, uh, or she owns a production company. She owns other than the director. Yeah, owns- it's even saying here, um, Swift's family secretly negotiated with AMC CEO Adam Aaron to distribute the film. Wow. So they're working up the business deal directly with him. You know, no, no. What happened was they promised tickets to their daughters. That's what happened. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I'll give you guys box seats. <laughs> oh, guarantee, guarantee. Or rather, do you think this was more on the lines of like, hey, we'll give you guys box seats if you sign this deal. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, let me think about it. Went home. Fan was like, hey, how was your day? Oh, it was all right. You know, so-and-so. Some artists like wanted to do a deal to show her tour in theaters. Like, oh, which artist? And he's like, Taylor Swift and his two daughters or whatever, how many daughters he had, immediately started foaming at the mouth and was probably like, I'll hate you forever unless you sign that deal. Wow. And <clears throat> Paramount fucked this up because they originally had the contract deal, but it was Terminator in 2020. Ooh. Paramount's on a losing streak this year. <laughs> Paramount terminated it? Yeah. yeah. Why? Well, no, I, I doesn't say no. It doesn't say, but it was Terminator in 2020. But man, all their films besides for Scream have been flops 
or absolutely losing money completely. They're really they're on a fail. Now they don't even have this movie. Oh man! So all they got is that SpongeBob money. <laughs> Dude, that's what they're writing on. They're writing on, they're right on a SpongeBob they're right man. On, they're writing on that. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> man, this is this is gonna be a big thing. This I'm gonna be really curious to see what's opening day. What they're gonna get? How many? Well, well, okay. Let's say that before we close out, what do you think opening weekend they're gonna get? Like a projected number? A projected now, like how? You're looking like 30 million, 40. You think north of that? Probably. Damn. I'd, I'd, see. I'd probably say that. Because if you if you said they already broke I records mean, for They're like going to own three. October. They're going to definitely own October. Let's see. For like, okay, so yeah. they've got pre-sales, 100 mil. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that's probably selling out the most theaters already. So they're not going to bring in much money that same day. <laughs> you know what it's kind of going to look like in theaters? Remember when we went to go see Top Gun? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No. Remember when we went to go see Bob's Burgers, the movie? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like one of the two theaters that was showing and everything else was Top Gun. Yeah. It's going to be like that. It's going to be oh, exactly no, yeah. like that. Like, hey, let's go see the creator. Mm-hmm. And it's like in the back corner theater and all you hear is just the three other theaters across the hall. <sighs> no, actually, that's what one thing I'm concerned. About, like, we're I'm wondering about is how AMC is going to handle the crowd. Oh, they won't be. They won't. To. They won't. They won't. But snipers honestly, on the rooftops, riot gear. Oh, it's, okay. So it's projected for. Oh. So we got here. Um, they're projected. Well, they're going to expect a Taylor Swift movie to at least make close to 100 million opening weekend alone. So technically, 200 million. That's about right. Yeah. So the, technically 200, right? Yeah. So because, basically technically 200 million. Yeah. Because you said they already sold out. 100. 100 million pre-sales and, and they're expected opening another, weekend is going to be another 100 million. 100, sorry, 150 mil. Yeah. 150 yeah. Mil. So yeah, I've... Oh, damn. So dude, that's I, already right off the back 200 million dude, those worker, weekend. All this is AMC workers, I'm hoping they get overtime. They better get... Oh my goodness. If they get a bonus and it's like, oh, here's a $50 bonus in that Bruh. check... I would be pissed. Dude, not no, even, yeah, I would dude, quit. Not even a fifty. It's, they're gonna give them a, a gift, gift card <laughs> to AMC. No, you're gonna get no. You're gonna get discount prices to to AMC. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine that? You get twenty percent off your next purchase. <laughs> they're gonna do this if you purchase two so or three tickets. Dirty. Only if you purchase two, two or, or more tickets. Like, I would quit. On the spot after that night and that pep talk of like, hey guys, good job, good job tonight. Like, I know that was rough. You. Way to go. We're almost there through the weekend. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Fuck you. If I'm scheduled to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday is my last. That is my two week. Bro, that's two honestly, weeks expediated onto that day. <laughs> honestly, I'm kind of curious to find out what it'll look like and I'm kind of tempted just to not to go see the movie itself but just go to the theater I kind of just want to do like a little cruise by <laughs> not even a cruise by actually like buy a movie ticket to another film and just kind of wait out in the lobby and see what it looks like so we're, you know what I'm saying yeah I ain't going into that, that trap no neither am I I'm just curious I'm like, sorry but you're you're asking too much of us <laughs> you're asking us to die <laughs> dude we 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 committed to this like <laughs> We committed to this job. Committed to this job. We all we knew the risk. The news. Look, 
We knew the risk when we thought we signed up. But this, this is a suicide mission. <laughs> Some of us ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll come back with that story. <laughs> we lost Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have like a black and white portrait of me of just like a documentary series. Just let it be done by Ken Burns. That's all I ask. <laughs> I'm going to leave a letter for Ashley. My dearest Ashley. <laughs> I venture out into the world of what may be my last night. <laughs> on the morrow. On the, on the morrow. Should I not return, please head to my mother and father's estate. They will take care of you. Forever yours, Michael. <laughs> and it's like an old picture of me just like staring at the picture, just like at the camera. <laughs> Did he fucking seal it with candle wax? <laughs> the fuck is this? How do you even get this type of paper? <laughs> Dude, I, Dude, I had a pigeon come into my room, <laughs> fuck shit up, broke my lamp, and dropped this off. Shit on lamp and flew off. <laughs> Dude, I, just, I would get that letter, look at it, and they're like, so what does it say? I don't know, some Lord of the Rings shit. <laughs> Is this Elvin? <laughs> this fucker right with a quill? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking quill and ink? Dude spent like $150 on ink? <laughs> we just text messaged this <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> Alright, anything else to cover over this before we close out, man? I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's that's all. It's crazy, man. We're gonna see, though. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm really... I mean, we might drive by. We might drive by uh, that theater. That. Yeah. Because I mean, kudos to AMC. He struck a deal of a lifetime. For real. Mm, seriously. All right. So we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How you feel about this whole Taylor Swift movie becoming a massive blowout hit already? Do you love it? Do you hate it? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our next new YouTube channel. If not, we'll put this up on our open form on our website app www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for a listener to discuss episode topics and various other film related news. We put out episodes every Wednesday. For auto listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course our website, which I'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And as usual, before we fully close out, Mike Castle's last end notes for you guys. Yes, all the ways you can be able to listen to us. Head on over to the Apple Podcast app so you can be able to look for us. The Red Band Podcast. Look for the screaming microphone. Consider leaving that five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Share with a friend if you think they enjoy it and uh, let us know what they think. As well as being able to watch us on YouTube, we just do still have past episodes. Uh, you can be able to head on over there, share with a friend, like, subscribe. Be sure to comment down below of what you think we should cover next or what you think we haven't covered because, you know, some news is starting to come back a little bit more. You know, WGA is starting to come back. Wait on sag after, so a lot more news probably expected to come and a lot of news that we probably tend to kind of overlook so let us know down below what you think we should cover and we will look into it essentially uh and of course our patreon account uh we still got that we'd really appreciate it if you headed on over and subscribe to that because we got a lot of uncut stuff for you to be able to listen to uh about 80 percent of it you could be able to listen to it the other 20 is apparently too much to make it into the uncut so but you can be able to listen to other shit stuff of what I say. Just <laughs> kind of borderline, just heinous. I was told I had to 
had to censor myself for this one. Oh yeah. Because I don't want to incur the wrath of the Swifties. Because uh, they'll probably just kill me. They'll find out where you live. And then you'll play Shake It Off on my grave. <laughs> God, I wanted to say more. But I'm not. So, head on over to the Patreon account and consider subscribing to that because there's a lot of past episodes and uh, lost episodes that never really make it to air. So head on over there to subscribe to hear those. And that's all I got. All right, guys. You heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters.